never give, and never give up. Welcome to Everybody Wants Something, a Degrassi Junior High podcast where two black millennials deep dive into a Canadian teen drama from the 80s, because why not? I'm your host, Sonique. And I'm your other host, Lauren. Let's get started. We're back. We're back, you guys. Hey, how you doing? Hey, hey, broomheads. Hey, <laughs> hey, newly minted broomheads. Yo. I see you. I see you in the in the stats. I see those numbers. I see you. How y'all doing? <laughs> Being Wendy Williams. How oh, y'all doing? I'm so excited. Like, <laughs> oh my god, how's she doing? Didn't she have like something happened to her recently? I don't know. I've been seeing numerous memes about her like weird legs, so I just feel bad for her for that. <laughs> I'm not body shaming. I'm very body Yours positive, but like, so rude. The the memes are are terrible. You know, no, I I swear something happened to her recently. I know. I know she had like some drama with her husband. I remember that time when she like passed out on, um, which unfortunately became a meme. She's like, very she passed out on her show until Halloween and she was dressed in like the Statue of Liberty. <laughs> it's not funny because it's actually, like, you know what? It is. It it's, is she's funny. okay now. So thankfully she's fine. But at the time when it happened, it was very like, what the fuck? Like, I think, I think the, what gives me the courage to say these things about Wendy Williams is that she would say these things about anyone. That wasn't her either. Oh, so. <laughs> oh, Wendy Williams is like, I think it's so funny because now she's like, um, you know, she's like got mainstream success. Mm-hmm. She's at her show. I think people just think like, oh, she's sassy. and just says talk. She just says it how it is. But like, if you never listened to Wendy Williams like radio show when she was in New York Don't like even. years ago, when she would just like flame the shit out of Whitney Houston and Beyonce to their faces, mm-hmm. like during an interview, like, no, like Wendy Williams had has had like rap beefs with rappers because she said some out of pocket shit about Fifty Cent and all that like shit. Like she was she wrong though. She's a real one. Say about Fifty Cent because he's trash. Well, this he's he's trash and so problematic, and I can't stand him. I only like Fifty Cent when he's dragging Lala Kent. That's like the only time I like Fifty Cent. It's really funny. Um, shout out to Fafty, but um. No, he, she she would say some stuff like she claimed that he was gay, like stuff like that, like just like but cloaked in homophobia. Mm-hmm. Also, just like outing outing anybody and um speculating on anyone's sexuality is like pretty shitty. Yeah. So she would do stuff like that, but I'm like, uh, let's not. Yeah, but um, how you doing, Sadiq? Yeah, I'm doing good. Um, oh goodness, I'm surprised I'm still up. I woke up. We woke up kind of early this morning. We had to go to our old apartment to. Like do the last like cleaning oh, yeah. of it, yeah, girl, like a deep you're cleaning in a of new the apartment. Space, new new apartment, new you, new glasses, new everything. New apartment, new me, new glasses. Like I redid my hair, so I'm just like, bitch, you're. I'm living. a different person right now. <laughs> I am. I have a I have a cold glass of water. That's when you. <laughs> it's very good. I feel like when it comes to drinking water, and you're like, ooh, when you like really like treat yourself to like a nice. A nice glass of water. So for me, like in our house, like we mm-hmm. don't have ice. Like and like the cup is like sweating, so it's like mm, it's really cold. And you're like, mm, why do I do this more often? <laughs> do you hear that? Mm. I drink water. But in our house, we don't have the ice maker, so we just have the trays. And my lazy ass is like, it's too much work to refill these. I know it's not. Like I know it's literally just putting water into an ice cube tray, but. 
I, I do what I want and it's just what we do. So the when I think of like making an ice cold water at home, I'm like, ooh, someone took the effort into putting the ice into the freezer, waited for it to freeze, and now I have the ability to put it into my water and I'm drinking water. Mm-hmm. I'm living my best life. Yes. If you're lucky, you might have, you know, some lemon, maybe some yes. mint. Just like a little, a little lemon mint combo is very delicious, very refreshing. Oh, that's the best. You know, we're staying hydrated. We're making sure those kidneys are healthy. As I literally sip on a Chinese beer at four twenty in the afternoon. <laughs> oh, honey, that's girl. I'm I'm having um, two very socially responsible, socially distant friends over to, later on today, and we're gonna drink. So yes, don't get it twisted. My life, my body, my innards, <laughs> my innards are disgusting. <laughs> But on the outside, I look very, like, health conscious. I mean, your skin looks great. Like, you look very hydrated. Thank you. I told you that my, like, my New Year's resolution this year was to, like, take care of my skin. Because I was one of those people who would, like, Mm -hmm. I would use all kind of, like, charcoal bullshit. Like, I would just use, like, a bar of soap (laughs) to wash my face. I didn't care. And I was like, okay. Right. I was like, Cindy, okay. Like, you're almost 30. Like, you know. Black don't crack is true, but you have to put in the work too. Like it's not just the melanin. You have yeah. to also put the effort in. So I made the effort. Like I like invested in some like Korean skincare and some like really nice little, you know, I've been like exfoliating, but like chemical exfoliants. Yes. I've been uh, using like gel cleansers. I've been very like conscious. Like I don't use um, washcloths anymore on my face. I just like let my face just kind of like stay wet. I like to, when I do my skincare routine, I like to feel like a glazed donut mm. and just like I put all the products in and just let them all absorb into my skin. That's what I'm doing right now. I feel that. I feel that. I, in the same way, I feel like for some reason when quarantine hit and I literally wasn't going outside or like doing anything, mm-hmm. my body was like, what's happening? This is not right. Even though like it was it should have done great things for my skin. It was not doing that. So I also, um, by accident, just because my skin was literally going the fuck out, um, I started using like serums and like the very like basics of yes. skincare. Come on. I know. Like, who are we? I guess it yeah. also comes down to like, you getting older and like your body is just not <laughs> like if you give your body crap, it's going to be like, well, we're going to look like crap. So <laughs> here we are. Yeah. Like this body is petty. She's like, yes. you treat me like shit. I'll treat you like shit and I'll put us in the grave. Early. <laughs> right. Like how did the, how did our body portray us that way? I don't know. Like I will literally kill you. <laughs> but yeah. But on that note, I feel like, um, yeah, shout out to the new listeners mm-hmm. um, from a lot of folks. I mean, of course, um, we learned after having Molly on our show that we have a lot of like there's some cross pollination going on with our audiences. Yes. Um, we've also gotten shout outs from like the Bloom Saloon, and of course, we had I think have some folks from Amanda loves to hate Teen Mom who also came over here. So hi to everybody. Hi. Um, Hi. I, I hope we've made a good first impression on you. 
we but I, I feel like you know <laughs> this is us this is this is who we are this is nothing new um hopefully you're like mm-hmm. be like literally screaming at your car radio screaming into your airpods being like fuck yes that's me too you know yeah i think i think we're all kindred spirits here but if you don't know you can find us on instagram at everybody underscore wants underscore something pod. We usually just like post a lot of memes, especially Lauren. Lauren posts a lot of memes and they're very good. <laughs> I'm not going to take credit for that because she she's very, she's our meme queen. Um, we also, you know, we'll, you know, give you guys updates on new episodes that have come out. So follow us there because we have some fun stuff. Um, I'm on Instagram too at say underscore Smythe. That's S-E-Y underscore S-M-Y-T-H-E. And I'm also on Twitter at say underscore anything, and that's S-E-Y underscore anything. Like the word in English. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> where are you, where are you, Lori? Um, I, you know English? <laughs> I am also on Instagram. I'm not on Twitter. I Sneak has been trying to get me on Twitter. I know I need to get on there. Um, Lauren, you'd be so good on Twitter. I Video is more my... The, the format I'm all about. Um, so I really, I love a good Instagram, especially Instagram story. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Lauren's China Life. L-A-U-R-E-N-S mm-hmm. China Life. Um, and you can also find me on YouTube. I make vlogs and videos about my life in China. But currently I'm in the States because coronavirus. And yeah, so follow us there. <laughs> and we... Oh my God, was Cardi B here? I... I thought she. Wow, you have crazy. your she friends the coming over for drinks. I have Cardi B here. She's a roommate. <laughs> oh wow, you're shady. Like um, you have your little, you and your little friends. Cardi B is my friend. We're besties. <laughs> we like hang out on the weekends. We have we don't have virtual happy hours. We have real happy hours together. So oh, okay. I mean, risk risky, but okay, fine. <laughs> we we're fine. Okay, we both. Been, I have no idea about. I have no idea about where Cardi B's been or how she's um, protecting herself from coronavirus. I don't trust anyone. Really, I don't trust anyone these days. Yeah. No. I think I've only seen like a total of three friends all spread out over the course of like almost five months now. So, yeah. Cool. I'm sorry. I feel like I interrupted you. That's rude. No, I literally was just about to say um, we also have a Facebook page. They used to be called Facebook Groups. Facebook, whatever. It's a Facebook page called Everybody Wants Something Podcast. You should go check us out there. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the same, we post whether you're more of an Instagram person or a Facebook person. Um, we post both of our memes or whatever we post. We post on both. So you can be on both or you can choose whichever you prefer. Yep. 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 Free country. For um, now. Well, actually, I don't know where you're listening from. Oh, oh, yeah. I shouldn't even be that. Like, that was, like, really, like, that's, like, free country, that, like, saying is canceled. Like, you can't say that anymore because literally um, Lori Lightfoot, our mayor, just, it was like, hey, you know what? Me and Trump talk and, like, feds, let them in. Like, what the fuck? Can we not be under <laughs> occupation right now? Oh, my God. <laughs> and she, I did not vote for this. No. Neither did our <laughs> forefathers. So. So. <laughs> Nah, they would be anti-BLM. They'd be like, yeah, roll on tanks. And like, man, we wish he had tanks back then. We would have kept our kept those those blacks in check. Go ahead, bring those tanks down the street. <laughs> You're right. The founding fathers right. are like clapping. They're like, yes, queen, yes. Like, they love Trump. 
So <laughs> <laughs> that's canon. All right. Anyway, so <laughs> isn't it great that I'm not a teacher? I used to want to be one, and I'm so happy I'm not because I think I'm, I'm barely a teacher. So I accept it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back after a quick break. We're jumping into this. Um, oh, it's a Christmas episode, so the worst one. Let's think about. <laughs> I know. The, let's like, yeah, it really is the doo doo episode. Um, season three, episode four, season's greetings. Air date November twenty first, nineteen eighty eight. Synopsis: As Christmas approaches, memories of their strong friendship help the feuding Arthur and Yick patch things up. Shane gets to hold his daughter Emma when she has to come to school with Spike. Mm. Yeah, we don't like this episode. Nope. <laughs> I don't think any does anyone like this episode? Like, let us know, listeners. Like, hit us up on all of those those platforms mm-hmm. we told you about. We just, we're not gonna tell you again because roll back, <laughs> find them, follow us. Boom. Tell us if you like this episode because, like, I think the two of us were kind of dreading recording this one. Absolutely, it's because like it's so boring. Um. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about the highlights. Um, it's a Yick and Arthur centered episode. Not a fan. And then that doesn't have any porn in it because that's the best one. <laughs> sex swamp. There's swamp sex. Exactly. Cyborgs or whatever. We don't get swamp sex robots. We are not oh, yeah. getting Arthur talking about his wet dreams. Well, we are, but it's like we're only getting clips of it. And you can't yeah. make. You can't take. A bunch of recaps of Arthur and Yick episodes and like show it to us again when Sneak and I don't don't really care for it. Like we're not here for it. We don't want to no. watch it again. No. Back to back to back to back to back. It's not it's not what we're here no. for. No. No, you know, and I wonder, um, I could pull it up real quick because I'm curious. You know, I have nothing better to do. I could probably run a quick little <laughs> quantitative analysis yes, of our um I'll code these. I'll 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 give you guys a chart. I'm not, but um, we have of course our ranking system here, which we're going to go over towards the end. I'm pretty confident that the Arthur, a lot of the Arthur Yick centric ones are towards the bottom. Currently, we have the experiment, which is the one like that 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 episode mm-hmm. is at the is the lowest, and I think that we have a lot that's just like I think <laughs> the second lowest is the LD episode. Not surprising. As we made it very clear that we're not an LD friendly podcast. Never have been, never will. Don't know her. Um, <laughs> we don't know her. Um, I wish I could even say beautiful gowns, but not even. So, <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's, I mean, okay. How do we want to do this, Lauren? Because typically we go in beat by beat, scene by scene. Mm-hmm. Can we just like run through our, our third yik? separate and then do the other because the the spike b line or b story is way more interesting than this and i don't want to spend that much time talking about arthur and yick's shenanigans yes so let's do you want to give a short synopsis or do you want me to give a short synopsis of what happened with yick and arthur this episode i think you should do it oh that's a lot of pressure okay (laughs) you (laughs) are Why did I feel like you offered it, but I knew you didn't really mean it? <laughs> it's like, when you reach for your wallet at dinner, you're just like, it's a courtesy. I'm not going to pay for this oh, shit. I know you're going to pay more, do, but like. Do I, do I split it? You want to, it, but, do, oh, you got it? Okay. 
All right, thanks. <laughs> no, I have literally done that. Like, not like a, on a date or anything. Actually, no, I guess, yes, because I've been with my partner for a long time. So it's like... <laughs> I many times we've gone out to dinner and I'm like literally still on my phone and the bill comes and I reach for my purse, but I'm still in my phone. Like <laughs> just like have I have it's like uh <laughs> performative bullshit. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You got this. You know you got this. Okay. All right. So um well <clears throat> the only really big uh groundbreaking part of this Yik and Arthur plot is that we finally meet Yick's or Arthur's um, cousin, who is basically just a baby Arthur in a wig. What's yes. her, I forget her name. What's her name? Cheryl. Uh, you know, Sharon. I've been calling her the redheaded stepchild because she looks like one, but her name's Dorothy. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> Do you even try? <laughs> I no, I didn't. I'm not that. I'm that terrible person. That I'm like, I'm. I'm not. I'm gonna name my children. If I ever have children, they're not gonna look like how they're supposed to be named. Like that's just not what's gonna happen. But we wait. What? <laughs> like, I'm sorry. What are you saying? <laughs> like, I'm going to be that person that like they're going to have like a standard name. But like when when you hear someone's name for the first time and you're like oh you don't look like a so-and-so or like oh that's gonna be okay, my children got it i feel like but in a classy way like a ooh, i like that about you you know hmm. interesting well i guess well you know we'll have to see i'll i'll be the judge i'll be the final judge of that <laughs> okay. as the father of your children <laughs> i'll be the judge thank you so much for that um, so we finally mm-hmm. meet Dorothy, and Dorothy's kind of role in this episode is Yick and Arthur, uh, they, like, arrive at school, everyone's in the cafeteria, mm-hmm. and Yick and Arthur decide to exchange Christmas gifts, because it's Christmas, which is not really evident by what's going on in this episode, except for the Christmas trees and the Christmas presents. <laughs> it's truly, it, I would not have known it was Christmas if not, because, like, it doesn't have that, like... You know, I don't even remember. Maybe it did. But I'm used to, like, this, you know, special Christmas episodes mm-hmm. of shows. Making use of a lot of bells in the music. So yes. kind of, like, maybe, like, the theme song will change it up. So it's kind of like a, you know, kind of Christmassy sounding mm-hmm. theme song. Stuff like that. Like, and a B-shot to, to the white it. snow outside. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, maybe someone's, like, you know, driving with, like, a Christmas tree on the mm-hmm. roof of the car. Like, you're definitely setting, like, the, y'all, this is Christmas, okay? Like, this is the beginning of Gremlins. Like, it's Christmas, bitch. Like, I'm going to sing that song. <laughs> and, you know. Ho, 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 bitch. It's Christmas. You say ho, 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 bitch. <laughs> yes. Tis the seating, so- bitch. <laughs> That's that's our new line of Christmas cards and greeting cards. It's just it's just that those lines right there. Um, yeah. So you and Arthur are going to exchange gifts. Um, somehow they get into an argument about why they're angry at each other. Don't really care. Um, and then it continues into a montage of Dorothy explaining to them why they should still be friends because they've been there for each other for so many moments in their middle school careers and then it's just flashback mm-hmm. after flashback after flashback yeah um mm-hmm. involving a lot of sexual things between the two of them yeah we have porn yeah we have um wet dreams we have i don't know, just so 
there's a lot of like underlying sexual tension i feel like in their younger selves you know yeah i think we've i think we've discussed this but like but then again i guess they're also 12 year old boys or 13 year old boys and they're going through a lot of changes so Mm. i guess who else would they tell about their wet dreams but their best friend? That's like, so interesting. <laughs> it's it's like that weird. Yeah. Um, I think it's the same way like when I was that age too. Like I would just tell you and Marley like weird sex things or like weird body so things. Because like is this happening who else would too? I talk to? <laughs> yeah. Like I don't know. When you see um, so-and-so doing the, the, the mile run, like do you suddenly feel like you have to pee? Because – I do. I'm not sure what that feeling is. <laughs> Asking for a friend. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like I've been needing to pee a lot lately. <laughs> Weird. Huh. I wonder. And then it's like two weeks later, it's like health class. Learn about your bodies. And you're like, oh, got it. Got it. That's what it oh, is. Oh, I'm just horny as fuck. Got it. Cool. Good oh, to know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um... So they go and, you know, Dorothy is kind of like, I think Dorothy's character is supposed to be like the, the ghost of Christmas past or something to the two of them. <laughs> She's like, look at your life. Look at what you've done. <laughs> Am I wrong? You know, I didn't think that, but yeah, you're right. It's funny because it's true. Yeah, actually. <laughs> like... That that little redheaded oh. stepchild is really the redheaded ghost of Christmas past. Oh my god, she is. Wow. Also, like, okay, I hate that. Like, we're only just now being introduced to this character, but she has this wealth of knowledge about these people. I'm like, where? Who are you? Like, we've never seen you. Um, I think I mentioned this before that like it would have made more, so much more sense if it was another character, like a Melanie. Even mm-hmm. like, I could even see maybe like a fun thing could have been like melanie and kathleen almost like witnessing it and being like oh my god like yick and arthur like i know they're losers and everything but like they cannot be friends and like deciding they're going to like you know kind of parent trap them or you know something (laughs) but um (laughs) we love a good parent trap reference reference. um but yeah like it would have made so much more sense because at least it's like okay we've these characters know them or like tangentially friends with them like but this random little redheaded girl who's just like fucking little orphan Annie is just like <laughs> knows about the wet dream. Well, she doesn't know because they, they established that like she doesn't know everything. But She's it's like, like, what dreams did you have? What dreams were they? <laughs> I just remember like that. I took that took me back to being like the younger sibling and like or like even around yeah. parents. And you're like and you're like eavesdropping or like listening and they reference something vaguely and you're like, what's that? What it, What do you mean? And, and they're like, it's for grown folks. This is grown folk talk. It's like, ah, I just want to know. I'm like, oh, God, I can't wait till I'm grown. I remember one time, um, this isn't like, wasn't really eavesdropping, but it was more just, it was little sister snooping. I was like, <laughs> I had to been, my sister would have been out of the house. I guess she probably would have been like 18, me in college. And I was in... I don't know why. I was like eight or nine. I was like in her purse. I don't know why. I was just in, in hindsight. I was like, what the fuck was I doing in her handbag? I was just like in it. Like, so I decided like, that's what I need to do today. So I was like, like fucking around in it. And I found condoms. And I went to the kitchen to my mom. You are the worst little sister ever. Oh, I was like, 
I didn't know what they were. I genuinely mm. didn't, but I also was a snitch. Like, I once snitched on my sister when she had a party at our house when our family was out of town. Uh, and I told on her. And, yeah, I was a little bitch. But anyway, I took the condoms and I went to kitchen. And I was like, Mommy, like, what's this? And my mom saw them. And she's like, just put those back. And, like, I think she talked to my sister. Not because she was, like, in trouble. Because yeah. my sister was, like, an adult and, like, in college. I think my mom knew that she was, like, no fucking. But, like, <laughs> she definitely was, like. I think the discussion was like hide those better, like so your sister doesn't buy them, and I have to explain to her what anything is because I'm not interested mm-hmm. in that. So, yeah, I remember doing that. In hindsight, now I realize like, oh, those are condoms. At the time, I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, what are these? Like, <laughs> is this candy? This? Like, because I, I think I remember like holding it and like kind of hold, like, <laughs> squeezing. Them. Yes. What is this? Like, what is? Because they feel condoms feel weird when you're yeah. like from the outside. It's kind of like like you feel like a hardness, like mm-hmm. but it's like a circle. You're like, what is this? And I was like, yeah, I just like, was very like intrigued. But now I know. Fascinating. Condoms are fascinating. Yeah. What are Canadian yeah. condoms like? Let us know. I don't want it. Actually, I don't want those comments. I think. I know. Well, now we don't have Canadian and Australian listeners, so. What are, I mean. If our friends down in Oz can tell us, like, what are Australian condoms like? Are they different? What? What are, are those like Aussie reverse? condoms? Do they have kangaroos? Are they, like, reverse? Like. <laughs> what do you, is there, oh, you know, okay, that, shout out to our Australian <laughs> listeners. Um, I am fascinated with Australian accents and Australian slang because they literally, I, I don't understand them. Like when they're like when they're like using the slang like back to back to back. I'm like I don't know if you're talking about a person, place, or thing. Am I supposed to eat that or throw it away or wear it? I don't know. <laughs> so I, our Australian listeners, or really anyone out there that knows what do Australians call condoms? I would love to know what do Canadians call condoms. That's a good question. I know that, um, I know I've heard British people refer to them as Johnnies before. I don't Ooh. know if it's an old timey saying. I think I want to say Johnnies is like a, a, a like slang term because they don't say rubber in the UK because we, because I think what, rubber what refers rubber to from? an eraser. Oh my gosh, yeah, they call erasers rubbers. <laughs> yeah, they call erasers rubbers. So they don't call them rubbers. Like, we call them rubbers. They don't call them that. So. Ooh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, let us know. Give us, give us all the condom sling. <laughs> I remember an interview from Emma Watson where like, she came to Brown or oh. whatever, and she was like, ooh, I can read. And we're like, we get it, Emma. And um, she <laughs> told like about how like awkward it was once I think she asked for a rubber from a classmate. Like, she like, I'm going to praise her. And I'm like, oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> yeah, not important. <laughs> Ooh, I hope to never. I hope to never make a mistake like that or anything worse than that in life, because I don't think I could make it past. Oh, that. I definitely did that for a long time in France. I would. I didn't know. I thought that if you wanted, it was like a false cognate. So I was under the impression that you said, I am excited. You say, je suis excité. That means I'm horny. And I would mm-hmm. definitely say it all the time to people that like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, like, oh, 
how do you like, oh, like, you just got to America, like to France. Like, how do you like, it? oh, I love Paris. Like, I'm so excited. And she's telling everyone, like, just be exit day. And it's just like, this girl is definitely saying, like, I'm wet, y'all. <laughs> like, I didn't know. Ooh, I don't know who told girl. me. I think like a, a friend of a friend told me. And I was like, oh, I've been, I've it, been here for three months. And I've been saying it everywhere I go. <laughs> they like finally pulled you aside. But, like, listen, girl. As a friend, I'm coming to you as a friend. (laughs) Uh, In China, there's, um, well, in Chinese, all the language is tonal. So, um, like, the word, (laughs) I think I mentioned it before, but, like, it's like you have four different tones that designate the intonation of your voice. And so I remember (laughs) the the Chinese word for lighter, like a cigarette lighter, (laughs) and the word for, like, jerking off are the same except for the intonation so see so now whoever invented uh, the, the, well, that language is like just trolling people because like come on y'all and i think i think it also like it's i think it's like this a slang a slang term for like jerking off so but still it's it's very oh, okay. similar Got and it. so i remember two separate times with two different people um like just like because who else is smoking a cigarette at two in the morning besides when they're drunk. That's what when it happens. And so I remember I was going with a friend and we were going to like a side shop to go pick up cigarettes. Um, and the, he was drunk when we were both drunk, but he was drunk. And so he, but I didn't buy a lighter, so I didn't know what to call it. And he was like, uh, da feji, da feji. <laughs> the like old, like grandmother at the shop was like, no, like get the fuck out of my shop. <laughs> <laughs> that poor old woman. And that happened two different times with two different people. Like, and so I'm like, damn, the the foreigner community in China is truly struggling, like just offending people life left and right with like our shit Chinese that we're trying to speak. Uh oh my god. That's like that's hilarious though. Oh <laughs> yeah, I would fuck that up a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like all the flashbacks happen and like, I mean, long story short, it all boils down to Yik just being uncomfortable that Arthur's so rich, mm-hmm. basically. Because like, Arthur gets him a gift. He's like, oh man, it looks like a really big gift. I didn't get you something as big because I'm not rich. And it's just like, basically it boils down to Arthur being like, Yik, like I can't help it that I'm so rich. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> like, like, Arthur, they're both problematic. So, Yik, <laughs> Yik is out here like constantly like acknowledging how much money that Arthur has, and like not like mm-hmm. getting it past it, and just like seeing Arthur for who he is as a person. And then, but Arthur, I yeah. feel like isn't helping the situation at all either because he's constantly no. <laughs> was it like last episode or episode ago? He was like. He was like, oh, I'm worried about getting kidnapped because I'm so rich. And it's like, no one is trying to kidnap you, Arthur. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Arthur, shut up. Also, does anyone know that you're that rich? Because I thought it was like, it was very hush-hush. Like, he's he whispers about it. He doesn't tell people like, hey, we won the lottery. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, like, they're rich now, but you don't tell anyone. So who's kidnapping you? Exactly. But Yik, um gives gives arthur a 14 dollar calculator which in 80s terms is like basically giving someone the ipad (laughs) 
<laughs> like, Basically. Like, that is top We count for inflation. He basically bought him a house. <laughs> like, I mean, in this market, shoot, dang. And <laughs> Arthur gives him um, that, like, strap for your glasses to put on the back of your neck so that when you take, well, he put it on really tight so that his glasses would stop falling down. Um, and he he would stop having to push them up on his face. Um, but <laughs> that's not a cool gift, period. Like, <laughs> no, it's so dorky. Like, <laughs> it's so dorky. There's like, it's like that. I expect my grandmother to get me that, you know, or if I had specifically asked for this gift, but Arthur's just, Arthur's not a good gift giver. That's just facts. He's not. He's just giving him money. <sighs> That is the worst. I don't think I'll ever get over that. Um, I, I'm so, I like. I know people like try to gripe on like, oh, like you shouldn't give gift cards. That's not thoughtful. But it's just like, at the end of the day, I would rather get a gift card than some bullshit gift that I would rather have cash for. <laughs> like, oh hell yeah, I love gift uh, cards. Like I, I, I whenever I get gotten gift cards, it's not. I never look at a gift card. In the mouth. <laughs> I never look at a gift card and think, this is like, oh, like you didn't even think about it. Like, you know, I'm like, I think I'd be upset if like my boyfriend got me a gift card. I'd be like, damn, man, like go buy me a gift. Like you, I'm with you all day. You know what I want. But like, if I get a gift card, I'm generally like, fuck yeah, a gift card. Okay. So, it's, but like, I feel yeah, like, like Target, feel like 50 bucks at Target. I'm going to do Evan a Evan is a good gift giver though. Like, I feel like he's thoughtful like that. He is a good gift yeah. giver. He he's, is. he's cool like that. Yes. So I'd be very disappointed if I got a gift card from him. But yes. I feel like because you, everybody knows that person in your life that just like never gets you the right gift. It's like, I, I just give me a gift card. That's all I want. Just give me a gift card. Yeah. My mom, like my mom, always wants to buy me a gift, like for not always, like for birthdays and Christmas. I'm so spoiled. And she gets annoyed with me because she'll ask me what I want. <laughs> Like she just gives me gifts. I don't get it. Like why? <laughs> but don't stop. But like she just will get me. Um, she gets mad because I'm like, no, I just want money. Like, like Venmo me. Like you don't have to get me anything because I'm a very much like when it comes to gifts. I love utility gifts, like gifts that I know I'm going to use or gifts that I need. So my first thought is like, oh, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, well, what do I need? What's about to break in my life? What do I need a new thing of? <laughs> Right, like what thing is like? Oh man, I, I might need some new tires. Give me those. Like I'll do that. Like so expensive too. I mean, you want to really like you know spend that money? It will save my life. That makes you got traction on those suckers, and you fucking die. So like, yeah, like I just like gifts that I can use. I don't like having like stuff to just have because then mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm weird. We're like weird like that. Yeah, we're we're intellectuals. Maybe I survived, like, the depression in a past life or something. So I'm just very, like, frugal. and like, no, no, no. Just get me some milk. <laughs> what? I, I hate milk. What am I talking about? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Maybe in your past life you weren't lactose intolerant. Ooh. That, you know, that is probably true. That is true. Maybe I was. Like, maybe. I'm like, what if in past life I was, like, a dairy farmer? I mean, I, like, it. If I were to really just want to, like, have a very different life, but I still, like, secretly want it, like, mm-hmm. today, does that make sense? Like, it's a life that I really kind of want, but I want it in a very specific way. That, for me, is to be a farmer's wife. Not a farmer, but a farmer's wife, where 
I don't have to do any farm work. But oh. my responsibility, like the most like traditional female motherly role, like I want to be a farmer's wife. So I, I, I hate to ruin your fantasy, but you would have been like farmer's wives didn't just not help. No, I'm talking about like in you would have been. I want to be a farmer's wife doing shit. Oh, got it. I thought you meant like old timey. I was like, no, girl, you know, you'd be out there like also like doing work. No, but I would see. Okay. Like case in point, like my, my ideal farmer's wife lifestyle is, um, uh, she's the pioneer woman. That's her name on Food Network and she has a blog. Yeah. And she just has like a handful of kids and her and her husband and they're cattle farmers and they, um, Uh Like he's rich and they're rich enough farmers to hire people to work on the farm, but also all the kids help work on the farm. Like I want, I want to be a wife of a farmer that's like established and like rich. And we have like a really nice land and have a really nice house with like everything we need. And then my responsibility is just to take care of the home cooking wise when I want to and cleaning wise when I want to, but also rich enough. <laughs> That we can hire someone to do that too. <laughs> but like <laughs> So you want the trappings of like a traditional wife, but like you don't want to actually be one. Just like from the outside looking in, it's like, oh yeah, like she's mm-hmm. that. And it's like I'm not. But I like needs. But like my my sole job would be like like the home. Like everything inside the home would be my sole But when you want but like, to I would so like I like I would say more so like the cleaning part because like if we have that big of a house like if we're that rich like I like I want it to be like like a big house and so like um to like maybe have someone come in like maybe twice a month to like help clean up um but but cooking mm-hmm. I've got it covered and like and so like I'm like in charge of like because like when she, she like literally will be like oh tomorrow. They have to get up early to like herd the cattle, so I'm gonna make them some frozen breakfast burritos ahead of time, and then like packing up all their lunches. I also follow a lot of people on social media that just like stay at home moms that just like not even stay at home moms, stay at home wives that just like make their lunch for their husband every day. And I'm like, this, this is what I want. Like this, <laughs> like if that's my soul. <laughs> Like, my sole, like, physical job, and then, like, I have time to do some hobbies, too. That's my dream. Right there. But definitely, like, 2020 farmer's wife, I'm not churning any butter. I'm not, like, like, going to the mill to pick up fresh flour. Like, none of that. I, I want a nice, like, um, Chevrolet, like, SUV to pick up all my kids from school and pack up and get all the groceries and go to the farmer's market, and then go home and cook. Why do I feel like in a next life, you'll get half of that, so you'll just be Amish? <laughs> oh, gosh. No, I can't do the Amish life. Like You're like, this isn't what I meant. I definitely need, like, like 2020 technology, everything. Like, I, I just want that. But I love, I love the, because that's the thing about Pioneer Woman. She's, like, she grew up in the city. And then she like basically like, she she married a rich farmer and now she just gets to like chill at home and like blog about her food. So now she just gets to like play pioneer basically. That's all I want. 
Yeah. I mean, I'm not mad at that. Like, it's working for her. And I'm sure, like, I mean, she had. I, don't, I guess her show is still yeah. on Food Network, isn't it? Or was? It was on there for a long time. I do remember that one, like, controversy where, like, it was weird and, like, kind of racist and just, like, odd. Where, like, oh, she's she, definitely um, low-key racist. she made wings. <laughs> Oh, yeah, no, she's a Trump supporter, I'm sure. Like, she lives in, like, Montana. Like, of course. But, like, she um, she made wings for, like, the, the cow poke. And they came back in. And, like, she was like, oh, I made you guys some Asian-inspired wings. Like, honey-glazed Asian wings. And they, like, looked at her all funny. And she was like, I'm just kidding. I can do fried chicken. And it was, like, a joke. But I was like, what's wrong with Asian wings? I was like, that sounds good. <laughs> like, so basically, hey, I made you guys a food with lots and lots of flavor. <laughs> Just kidding. Again, you guys bland shit. Like, and they're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We like that. We like that. I'm like, why are you like upset by Asian wigs? Like, I love bonchon. Like, I love a Korean fried chicken. So I, I would have been so on fucking board with um, some Asian wings after um, doing farm work. I know. Yeah. So they exchanged presents. Um, Yik wasn't really happy with his and but I guess they're kind of friends now but I feel like they never really get back to where they were honestly in their friendship I feel like they're growing apart yeah they definitely are Um, I think at least in this moment they made up because then it's like oh stop at counts and they're just like oh oh dang it like it's Christmas just, you know it's Christmas Ugh. but like ultimately though you're right they do um fall apart eventually because i think they just they outgrow each other which is a normal and healthy thing to happen um when but you're that you know age why it's because yik gets a little bit too cool for arthur we are approaching the glorious years of yik with the earring yes and arthur does he have a rat tail too oh yes he does oh. he's like giving us like early 90s like cool kid realness he's a rat tail he's got the earring He's wearing like a lot of tie-dye, sh- like t- big t-shirts, and, like the acid wash jeans, and, like some sneaks. Like he's like, mm. he's mm. out here. <laughs> the, the perfect, like the perfect proportion of size of glasses to his face. It's like, ooh, yeah, because he grows yes. into it. Because now he's like, he's so little, so his glasses are so big. Mm-hmm. But he, his head grows, <laughs> he gets bigger, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, okay, this works, you know. So he's like hanging out with Luke and them, like you know, doing the cool, cool kid shit, and Arthur's. I feel like Arthur, for a period, walks around with a beret. That is facts. He yes. goes to France. Arthur goes to France this summer and comes back wearing a beret. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Arthur is that kid. So it's it's a joke now, you know, of like that person that like goes studies abroad for one semester and that becomes their personality. Um, mm-hmm. That's like a different level. Like once we get to like college age, but like... <laughs> High school, like the bridge between middle school to high school, Arthur studies abroad for a summer and he that's his personality. And so that toppled with it being Arthur and him getting out of middle school, trying to be cool in high school. It's just like, this is not where you want. This is not the hill to die on, you know, like this is yeah. not where you want to start out. Like I'm pretty sure, school. I'm pretty sure he even like starts peppering in French, like which I guess isn't so weird because they are in Canada. So, like, maybe, but, like... They're not in that's Quebec, not, though. They're not, but, like, a lot of Canadians are, like, bilingual, I guess. So, maybe... I don't know. But also, he could just go to Montreal if he wanted to be chic. Like, he don't have to go to Paris to learn French. 
Over there. If Yik had done this, we'd be like, ooh, Yik speaks French. Okay, Yik with a beret. Okay. But because it's Arthur, we're like, fuck nah. Stop, Arthur. Basically. It's like you're pretentious. <laughs> you're doing the most like like you and Kathleen should date. They should date. <laughs> Why haven't they dated yet? Like they, I don't think they ever date and they should just date because like, they'd be perfect for each other. Truly. Um Yeah, but like let's get into the B story though, where mm. Mm. Shit really happens. So, um, well, also we have to touch quickly on like the C story, which isn't really a story. It's just kind of a little thing where basically Luella, the janitor, has to keep trying to fix the furnace because it's like boiling hot and she's so over her job. She's not get paid enough, clearly. No, definitely not. Even in Canada, they're like, mm, no, we're not going to pay you that <laughs> fair wage. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think so. Um, which you mentioned earlier, I think we have to say this again um that this was like their way of foreshadowing what will happen to Degrassi which spoiler not spoiler because it's an old show the school catches on fire and it is because of this furnace and I definitely did not catch I didn't I guess I always skip this episode I always just assume like oh the school's just like falling apart and just burns down like I don't know (laughs) why what was the catalyst for this fire but like Good for them for actually like setting the you know, yeah, they you know, like that, planting like, that seed. You know, the the furnace is on the fritz, and Luella Luella is hitting her breaking point. You know, Luella is like, I don't know. I mean, we all know the holiday season is the hardest time mentally for yes. anyone, and so yes. she's overworked underpaid underappreciated at this school and she's like you know what these kids are constantly (laughs) last season arthur and yik were trying to keep a dog down by the furnace (laughs) this is is, i gotta take care of dog while i gotta take care of the rest of school now i gotta take for this care of this furnace and every five seconds these dumbass kids keep asking me why it's so hot and when it's gonna be fixed Maybe I got other problems. Maybe I'm struggling mentally. Maybe I don't have any family to spend my holidays with. So like, and so that so she was like, you know what? Fuck this furnace. I'm not gonna fix it. And <laughs> that's what happened. Yeah, that's you know that's actually really a sad headcanon. Now I think about it. Maybe Luella has no family, and that's why she's like so stressed. Oh my god, what if she's like? Ooh, let's make it dark. What if Luella, like, knew she didn't fix the furnace? What if she's, like, angry? Like, I don't have a family. I don't have anyone. I see all these fucking kids bringing their babies to school. (laughs) And exchanging gifts. And I hate seeing this. And she's like, ooh, I'm going to fix them. I'm going to do them good. And she, like, decides to, like, fuck up the furnace. She's like, one of these days this furnace is going to pop. All these kids. I mean, (laughs) it's... if we're going to write some Degrassi high, junior high fan fiction, this is the fan fiction I want to write. So Yeah, that like Luella totally like set this up and she's like, yeah, fuck this school. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know what? It's plausible. Probably likely. So. Because I think in like the Degrassi fandom on, or wiki fandom, someone wrote that like, because Luella never shows up again. And so they're like, oh, she died in the furnace fire. It's like, oh, damn. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, my God. 
Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I know. So yeah. was it well, was it you know what? It's... A, a murder suicide attempt and just ended in suicide? I don't know. <laughs> but like but no, because it's like what makes it really sad though is it like let's say Luella did die in the fire, right? <laughs> <laughs> <You were> terrible. <laughs> no one cared about her enough that they don't even mention it. Like because as far yeah. as I'm concerned, they make it seem like oh the fire happened. But like oh everyone's everyone's fine. Everyone made it out. Like no big deal. But like what if she did die and they just never even cared enough about her to even be like oh man like R I P uh, Lou like <laughs> <laughs> not Luella. Oh man, yeah. But yeah, in the B story. Um, we get Spike. So Spike and the girls, are, they're the girls. hanging out and they're talking. Yeah, Spike and the girls. It's their, their band's name. And they're all hanging out. And um, let me see. Sorry. Yeah, they're hanging out. And um, Spike is talking about the baby and how like, hard it is being a single mom. You know, Spike's whole only trait in this show is being a single mother at 10 years old. So oh, what, what would Spike's Instagram bio be? Like today, like, like if she no, like, was pregnant right now, or like as an adult, like at like her like thirteen year old self, if she had an Instagram, like what would you type it as? She'd just be like Spike. What's her last name? Christine. It's Christine Nelson. So it'd be like Spike Nelson. Um, single mother of one. Single mom. Single mom of one. Or no, she her name would be like Emma's mom because I mm. you know there's always. They always have like their. I I can I just talk about how much I hate when people have in their like Instagram bio like so and so's mom. Like like that's your identity now. You're just someone's mom. Like that. Don't get me wrong. It's part of it, and it's an important part of it. Mm-hmm. But to just reduce yourself down to you, like, oh, Kaylee's mom. Like, but then it's also weird because it's like, who's Kaylee? Like, I don't. I've never met her. I've only met you. So also, she's too. Like, she's not on fucking Insta. Like, don't even get me started on people who also like will send out like posts like to their child on Instagram. Like she's not on Instagram. She does not know what you're talking about. Like just post, post your baby picture and go. You don't have to have a whole caption. I felt like when I first felt that flutter in my belly, I knew that I loved you. Like she's three months old. Um, I can literally think of like five people off the top of my head that literally just had a baby. And I'm like, well, you're about one post away from me muting you on my, on my feed because when one of them is in my family so (laughs) yeah and don't get me wrong i love a baby i love babies i love getting a baby picture it's just like that it's the over the top sentimental like yeah i think think very performance of motherhood on social media that i'm like come on ladies like uh, come on and i think honestly like if i ever become mother i'll get it like I'll get it, but like, oh, that's so cute. Like and like start a conversation in the comments. But like today, my like single day drinking self, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so <laughs> and like also like <laughs> we I think we've talked about this before about how you know with social media, everyone thinks mm-hmm. that they're an influencer or everyone's co- like emulating the influencer like style of social media and yes. no one no one was asking for your blog post about what you first thought when you found that you were pregnant no one asked for that 
and we don't really need it. <laughs> and neither do the 12 no, people I, that like that photo. So No, I agree with you. If there's something very interesting, like I think um to see how much social media influence like just influencer culture has influenced huh, the rest of us. You're <laughs> right. Like people like there's something very odd about someone posting like they have like thousands of followers. And I think, listener, you know what we're talking about. It's not just mm-hmm. posting lines. We all do it. It's no big deal. But it's like, I'm going to, like, write this whole, like, Caroline Calloway-esque, like, long-ass. Like, no one's <sighs> reading that. Like, that, like, honey, post your picture and go. Just post your picture <laughs> and go. That's all I have to say. Like, just, it's not that deep. Exactly. And I, I mean, really, we need we need blogging to make a comeback because the blogging sphere is entering into Instagram. Instagram at its core is one photo or a swipe of photos. If you care, if you care, you swipe to the photos. If not, you just keep scrolling. But there's one single photo with a short caption because, again, if you care, you'll tap to continue and read the entire thing. But that's that's not the point of Instagram. If you want to write uh, what's her name? Something Calloway? Kristen Calloway? Or like Carol- Caroline Calloway. <laughs> Sherry Calloway. Um, <laughs> it's like, it's like, just start a blog. Like that, that's what you're wanting to do. You need to just start a blog and people that care mm-hmm. will go to that blog and read it. But now that blogging is kind of like phasing out, people are like, oh, people are on Instagram. People want to read. No, we don't want to read on Instagram. No, I never, I don't think I ever read captions. Like I, I'll only read the captions if they're short or if it's like, I might want context of the photo. Like, what is this? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like a friend. Like, what is, like, what are they posting? Like, I don't know where they are. I want to know where they are. Like, what is mm-hmm. this thing that they're doing? But like, most often not, I'm just looking at the picture. It's face value, like picture, like, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Continue to, to scroll through. Yeah. That's my, that's my deal. I know a girl who like, um, also listener, if you're new, because <laughs> if, you, if you know us, you know that. <laughs> When we don't like an episode, we talk about anything else about the episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when we love an episode, we really d- dig into it. So you're going to get a lot of filler because, like, we don't want to fucking talk about this show. Um, it's stupid. Um, so I know a girl and she, like, posts every day her outfit, like an outfit of the day every day. But she How has, How many followers like, does she have? So here's the, here's the thing. She has, like, 3,000 followers, but I'm pretty sure she bought them. Mm-hmm. I say this because her 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 like to post ratio is very low. Like, so she has like a post; it'll be like twenty likes at the maximum. So it's like you don't so you don't have three thousand followers because like that doesn't make sense. Like, if you have three thousand followers and twenty people consistently like, or twenty people unless like your pictures, it's like those aren't low engagement. Those are real followers. I think those are. I think she purchased them, which I'm like, which is. I don't know why because I'm like you're not like an influencer to like justify paying for them. I don't know. It's weird. But like yeah, she like posts an outfit of the day every day but she'll get like three likes. I'm like why do you post this? Like what is – like what is this? And I think – And it's really not because hurt. she wants to post yeah. her outfit of the day. It's just because it's like very – it's very much this person's very clearly influenced by influencer culture and it's like wants mm-hmm. to be one but it's like you're not. And that's okay. We're not all influ- influencers. I'm not. Shit. I got time for that shit. I think what's really hard too, um, as someone, I'm not, I'm not big on Instagram, but I do 
I make YouTube videos and I'm on that platform. And I think something that's very, cause I, I literally do this to other people and I'm like, who do you think you are? Like, <laughs> like, like <laughs> you think you're an influencer? <laughs> like, cause I'm literally that person that will call these people out. But it's so, it's so hard as like when you personally know someone or you personally know of someone in real life outside of knowing them from the internet, it's like, it's, it's so hard to like, like look at that and be like, sit down, sis, like, stop, stop. And so like, yeah. It's, and so that's why I've like, especially like if you like, I, not that anyone's asking me for my advice, but <laughs> if you are wanting my <laughs> advice, just start a different account. And then have your own personal account. And then, you know, people that want to go watch you on your other stuff will go watch you over there. Um, and that way you can just build an audience around that because it's so hard to get to, to, <laughs> to like, um, what do you call it? Convert like your, your real internet following, like in your real life following to like also like you in whatever influencer or entrepreneurship because people like we love to yeah. see people fail we don't want to see you succeed no <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> it's just fact like the only that's what i say it's like i say all this stuff but like if my friend was doing it i'd be like okay like you know like you like you talk them up but like if it's anyone else i'm just like no i'm that's what the internet is here no. for. We're going to tear you down. lauren no please let me know if i'm posting like i am like if i'm like posting with like with like a a weird like I'm with a logo Tommy or something out like I'm doing spawn con <laughs> but like no one's paying me to do it please check me because I think it's weird like just have your flat tummy tea go take your shit and go like I don't want <laughs> why why do you tell me that I don't know it's just yes I mean we talked about it before with MLMs don't try to come f- don't try to come for your friends with the MLM because we're gonna we're gonna see you for who you truly are and you're trying to scam us you gotta you gotta scam the strangers that's how you do it because we yeah, know don't scam who your you friends. really are. Yeah, we scam strangers. Don't scam your friends. That's not. That's not cool. That's not. It's it's shady. Don't do that. Um, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, yeah. So the girl who like, oh, I'm sure it's not that hard having being a single mom, and she's like, I'm nine years old. It's really hard. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> she's like, oh, I have no time to study, and just then, you know, she gets called to the office, and her friends are like speculating, like, is she like getting kicked out of school <laughs> again? <laughs> Do you remember in school when someone <laughs> would get called to the office and everybody would go, oh. Yes. Wow. Yes. I, just I loved that. it. Teachers used to get so mad when we did that. I'm like, can you just let us have some fun? Like, we're literally reading The Red Badge of Courage. Like, can we let us have some, like, happiness right now? <laughs> or I saw another one that was, like, um, another, like, thing on the internet where it's, like, when you you arrive late to school for, like, a dentist appointment and you got your like McDonald's cup or like your Dunkin' Donuts like iced coffee, and you're just like strolling in like you're the shit, and just like yeah, I'm I'm famous or whatever. Like I arrive when I want to with food that I want to have. Like come on, see, me, bitch. I never did that because I always would convince my mom to just let me stay home. Like I'm like I would just go to the doctor. I'm like, well, it's like one now, so can I just go home? Like what's the point? And she just let me stay home. Or more often than not, if I had an appointment, it would happen the latter half of school. So she just would leave work early and then pick me up, which I think was like ideal, especially if it was a Friday. Hey. So, <laughs> yeah, fuck school. Um, <laughs> so the girls, uh, you know, are talking about Spike at that point and they're just like, you know, 
her life sucks basically. And we keep saying Shane just like he's like popping up throughout the episode at this point, like kind of like just like watching with no expression on his face. As- you, you know when you take those group photos and they're like, find a window, find a window, find the camera. That's Shane. This episode, he's just like finding a window in the background, being like, do they? Yeah. Can they see me looking? Do they see me looking like I care? Like, oh gosh. Because he doesn't care. And no one else (laughs) does either. Mm -hmm. Um, So, um, but Spike comes, shows up, and she has the baby with her, with Emma. And she says very quickly, what is the reasoning? Like, the the nanny, someone got sick or was in the hospital or something? One or two episodes ago, she was like, oh, you know... There's another single, like, another another nine year old that had a baby. I met <laughs> at our support group. She she works nights, um, and so she can watch the baby. She watches the babies during the oh, day, and then yeah, when Spike yeah, is yeah. at school, and then when Spike goes home, she watches both of those kids. So they trade. Which so you think how crazy? Sorry, you think how crazy guess, that is though? Yeah. Like they're both like mad young, and they're just like so. What this one fourteen year old just watching? two babies now by herself one of whom was so. ill upon arrival maybe she's a little bit older yeah maybe because i'm like that's what <laughs> i don't know <laughs> she's about the that. standard 16 year old baby mama you know oh okay okay that's yeah. fair that's like a little <laughs> bit more mature like slightly older a little bit more mature um so yeah no and i think it's so funny though because she brings a baby and at my first thought was like okay so spike and i understand the circumstances like it's nice of them to let her keep bring the baby because like i mean there's an emergency she someone has to be with emma she can't just like leave her to fend for herself (laughs) but like um, this is the same school that when she was pregnant kicked her out because they were like she's a bad influence but then she just was allowed to bring her whole baby to the school i'm like (laughs) okay so yeah, I get it's one time. Rules? It's not every day, but like the rules, they keep like like moving the goalposts because it's like, but now she's this whole baby, and of course she brings the baby. Everyone's like, "Oh, baby!" Like freaks out. If if we wanted a moment, like a PSA for teen pregnancy, it's her with the cute ass baby. Like, hey, this this could be your life. You could be popular and have a baby that will love you forever. Get pregnant today. <laughs> Have a baby that will love you unconditionally. Do you remember those episodes of Maury with the teen girls who were like, I don't care what my mama says. I'm 13 years old. I know I'm ready to have a baby. And it'd be like them like trying to get pregnant. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Like, like, I don't give a fuck what you say. I'm going to have a baby. <laughs> I know I'm grown. I smoke. I drink. I steal cars. I know I'm be a good mama. And I'm just like, what? <laughs> oh my God. The logic of a teenager like, yeah, I'm I'm grown enough to do drugs. I can have a baby. <laughs> it is always they're always dating like some older guy. It's like And it's never addressed the fact that this girl's 14 and her boyfriend's like 19. I'm like, this is statutory. This is not okay. Like, why is no one calling the cops right now? Like, this is not Because Hello? that's not what <laughs> Red that's flags. not what Maury <laughs> that's not what Maury is about. He is here for exploitation. That's it. Oh yeah, he loves to exploit. hmm Also, he's yes. from like DC. He is, and he's married to Connie Chung. Shut up. You're lying. Are you just learning this? Yes. Yes. Connie Chung. Famous TV news anchor Connie Chung. She could do so much better. I mean, I don't know. I imagine if she married fucking Maury Povich, she's probably trashed too. Yeah, but like he's like also like not that good looking. Like he was a good looking back then. I think Maury was kind of cute back in the day, was he? 
But like, if you're if you're gonna go for that level, at least go for Montel Williams. You know? Oh my God, Montel was he attractive? Yeah, girl, girl, Montel Williams. He had that little like, did he have a mustache or a goatee? I think it was like he had one a goatee, and he had a nice like shiny little bald head. <laughs> I. <laughs> If I was Connie Chung, <laughs> I would go for Montel Williams. No, you know why I don't like Montel? Because Montel had that fucking fake Sylvia Brown on his show all the time. Do you remember Sylvia Brown? With the medium? Psychic? Yeah, the fucking <laughs> fake psychic. Because, uh, yeah, she was fake. And she, it was fucked up. Because you remember, like, I... Okay, you and listener, YouTube, like, Sylvia Brown Montel and all of, like, the bullshit she said to people. And it's a compilation, and it's really fucked up. Because she'll be talking to someone who's, like, my daughter, like, murdered. And she was, like, I think one shit. Yeah, so she's, like, oh, yeah, my daughter, my daughter, like, you know, she died. And, like, we, we never, they didn't, never found her body. Like, it's really hard for us. Like, you have these poor people who are, like, crying on TV, like, our, our child is dead. And, like, yeah. we, we just want closure. Like, can you help us? And she was, like... You haven't found her because she's in water. And they're like, what? And she's like, she's in water. You haven't found her because she's in water. She's in a big body of water. You couldn't find her. And the woman's like, um, yeah, she died in 9-11, like in the Twin Towers. <laughs> it's like, it's fucking dark. Cause like, yeah, they couldn't find her body because of the towers, not because she's in water. <laughs> Damn. And it's a very awkward moment after the woman says that. And so we probably just like, hmm. She's not. It's like. <laughs> she. I think a pipe burst. I think a pipe burst in 9-11. And she... I think that when the, 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 the towers came down, pipe burst. She drowned in the basement. Like <laughs> They could find her. Yikes. Yeah. Sylvia Brown's terrible. And after learning that, I was like, no, Montel sucks. Because he enabled her to be on television telling okay. grieving families that their children were in water. Okay. But if you had to, like... If you had to pick one, Montel Williams or Maury Povich, because they're both trash. They what am I doing trash- to them? Am I just kissing their lips? What am I doing? Does it make love? Does it make love to them? <laughs> uh, Connie, Connie Chung, and you're like, um, like romantic comedy. Connie Chung is the love interest, and she has two men vying for her affection. Oh, Bridget Bridget Jones Diary, but with Connie Chung. So Connie Chung's Diary, and Maury <laughs> <Okay>. Povich <laughs> is is that one British guy. <laughs> Monta Williams is the other British guy. You have to pick one. Who are you gonna run out into the snow into your underwear for? Wow. Um. I mean, I guess Montel. I mean, I mean, he's better looking, but I'm not saying like, oh yeah, I'm not running out there happily. I'm running out there because I have to choose the two of them. So it's very like, you know, like I ha- I guess I have to kiss you in the face and then make love to you, which, ugh, did not know I would have to do that. But it's did, the movie rules, know. so I have to do it. <laughs> you didn't know you're gonna have to choose. Like a lot of people were like, gun to your head. Who would you choose? It's like, <laughs> and I'm like, why would there be a gun to my head? In what circumstance I, is it a gun to my head to choose? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Sex with with uh with Bill Clinton or Ronald Reagan alive. Like, why do I have to choose? Like, duh. What world? <laughs> I don't know. They're both no. pretty terrible people. Uh, if if you had to choose, 
okay. between Bill Clinton and Ronald Reagan. They're both awful human beings. I don't want to have sex with either of them. But the gun's to my head, so I have to choose. Like, <laughs> you're not. You're you, okay. I'm so set I up know, for failure. I know. I know who not to play these games with anymore. It's you. <laughs> I'm. <laughs> you're thinking too logically. You're thinking too okay. I mean, I guess if I had to choose between like, God, you're. You can't you can't think about what they've done just like physically like lust. Okay, oh, I can't think about them as as presidents and what they did to the American people or and yeah, to foreigners and what, and what they look like in their prime. Based off of what they look like in their prime, so as presidents, because Ronald Reagan was a movie star. Don't forget. <sighs> okay, Sadiq. So no, not me in the presidency, but in their prime, either. Bill Clinton in his prime or Ronald Reagan in his prime in the movies? Who would you pick? Ronald Reagan. Ugh. <laughs> I still want to choose him. And let, let the record show that this is based off of, not off of what they did, who they were, <laughs> their politics, but their looks. He, I'm, I'm thinking looks and also access. I want to hang out with Ronald Reagan and other movie stars the in the 50s. That's true. But... I just remember, so in my younger brain, not really understanding what was happening in the world or politically or like how terrible people are. Um, I remember, remember that one documentary we had to watch in NSL about um, Bill Clinton and his like cabinet? Oh yeah, the war room. Oh, like when we were talking about like playing the saxophone, Bill Clinton, he can get it. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> this is, again, we are living in a different world. This is me being a farmer's wife and a rich lifestyle. This is not real. This is just like fantasy where Bill Clinton actually really was a great person and didn't have sex with Monica Lindsay because he never would have been in that situation to ever be a predator like that or ever rape or do anything like that. That's not Bill Clinton. He's just the genuine person that wants to change the world for the American people. That that's what that's who I'm I'm for. That's the Bill Clinton I knew. This one of the Bill Clinton I grew up on. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like like that that mindset with Bill Clinton and a saxophone. Bet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You could have Ronald Reagan. I'll take Bill Clinton. <laughs> Again, gun was to my head. I didn't like. I didn't do it happily. I wasn't like, yeah, Ronald Reagan. Ooh, yeah, ooh. I want you to Iran contra me. I can't wait. Mm-mm. Like, no, I hated it. I didn't want to be there either. <laughs> I'm very begrudgingly out in the snow with Ronald Reagan, okay. letting him kiss my forehead. <laughs> okay, back to Degrassi. Gun to your head, yes. Yick or Arthur? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Gun to your head, Arthur or Shane? Ah! Ooh, that was a loud scream. Um, uh, well, okay. So head. also, I'm setting. I'm I'm at their age in this scenario. I'm not mm-hmm. me as a grown woman because yes. it's not okay. Yeah. Um, I guess Shane. Yeah, I feel like he gives up that. Fuck Shane vibe. Shane hardly says anything, so it's like he's he won't annoy me as much as Arthur. Arthur talks too damn much. <laughs> he would definitely try to speak <laughs> French to you. Yeah, like, he tried like, to woo you with his bray. And I'm like, bitch, I speak French too. Like, you're not impressing me. 
they'll be nice. Um, oh okay, so, last thing. Sorry, yeah, we were. Oh my god, what, Lord? <laughs> who, who are you putting a gun to my head for? Why are you trying to kill me? No, no, no. Okay, you remember that meme of that white guy approaching that black lady in the pool? Yes. <laughs> that would be Arthur trying to speak French to you. Oh, God. It'd be like, como se va? What does that mean? Like, how are you? Yeah, he'd be like, como se va? And it's like weird. He'd be wearing a beret in the pool, for sure. He'd be like, bonjour, como se va? (laughs) That's like his, um, his, like, um, sexy voice that he puts on. Um. (laughs) How did we get here? Yeah, this is a crazy um, episode. Oh my god, we didn't mention this though, that um, Joey invites Wheels for Christmas, which is very nice, and Joey is growing on us. He is. I think I like to say, because it's a very kind thing to, you know, help out a friend who was in need and whose parents are recently dead, so that's nice. Um, Yeah, but Shane goes over when they're in the cafeteria, and he's just like, oh, can I hold Emma? And she lets him, and... Literally, if this is not an example of just, like, the bare minimum a man has to do, he holds his baby after, mind you, it's been, she has to be, like, six, six months, months at this point yeah. old. She's she's old as fuck. Like, she has a job. And um, he holds her. And when I tell you everyone freaks out as if, like, he has not been an absent father this whole time, but he just holds his baby and smiles, and they're all just like, oh, my God, Shane. Like, mm, get me pregnant, Shane. <laughs> That was definitely Alexa. <laughs> Alexa was like, oh my God, like I thought babies were cute before and now I would have a baby right now because she's done. <laughs> I just, I, the audacity that he had, I just, the, the sheer audacity that Shane had to just like step into this role, not even a role, just like to like put a toe in the water by holding his daughter for the first time. At six months, she has a job, she's paying taxes. She has a nine to five already. Like, it's too late, Shane. And you're, again, doing the bare minimum. And he's like, hey, it's daddy. Hi, Emma, it's daddy. <laughs> it's like, she doesn't know who the fuck you are. Okay. I wish she just started crying. Just, like, loud, screaming, crying. Like, get this strange away from me, mommy. Like, I don't know who this is. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, um, my God. Is he going to tell his parents? He's going to tell his parents he held the baby because then they're going to send him to private school. I feel like he probably told his parents that, like, she gave the baby up for adoption. Like, I feel like they don't even realize that the baby is here. That the baby is actually in the realm of Which is, like, so now. fucked up. Because, I mean, I mean, I know, like, you're being hyperbolic. But, like, this baby is born. And they just know that they have a grandchild out there. Not out in the world. Literally, she lives a few blocks away, like, in, in, in the <laughs> exactly. same town and you know your son has to go to school this girl and sees her every day knowing that a baby that is his is out there and from what we know they haven't helped financially this has been emma i mean this has been um spike and her mom doing everything for emma and they're just like chilling doing seventh heaven with whatever the fuck fucking pastor and the mom's still being those damn eggs can you imagine what she's making for christmas oh, <laughs> she's making like so many egg after dishes quiche after quiche that's all they eat that's all they like, eat. Just quiches. Ugh, quiches hate, coming out, out the wazoo. Ugh. I can't do quiche like that. I like quiche. You don't like quiche? <sighs> there's there's just some things that just don't really make sense in my brain. 
and when they don't make sense in my brain, it doesn't make sense for me to eat it. And having an egg pie doesn't make sense in my brain. It just doesn't. It's like mm-hmm. I have you like have the the quiches you had so far, and I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I make a pretty good quiche. Um, I but think- like the quiches you had, like were they just not tasty, or was it just that you couldn't understand the concept? <laughs> <laughs> I think those are they're one in the same in my birth. They're one in the same. <laughs> I think also like again, uh, it's like one of those things where it's like if I was over at someone's house and they're like, "Oh, we're gonna have quiche," I would not be excited, but I would eat it. But it's mm-hmm. like if but if someone's like, "Oh, I'm gonna make a quiche," I'd be like, Fuck "Hey, Lauren, <laughs> gun to your head, quiche or waffles for breakfast." Waffles, obviously. <laughs> Question. So what are your thoughts on frittata? Because it's just kind of like a quiche just without the crust. I guess I would, <laughs> gun to my head, I would rather Same have feelings? the quiche. I would rather have the quiche because then you have at least have crust with it. I don't know. Mm, pie I, crust? Pie crust is delicious. I think. I think for me... Like I, I'm a new egg eater in general, so I think that has something to do with it. And so I think for me, mm. if I'm gonna have a quiche or a frittata, I would basically just like a massive stir fry that just has a light coating of eggs around it and a pie crust. That's my ideal quiche. Hmm. You know, I also didn't know you were a new egg eater. I, I did, I did not know that about you that you didn't like eggs. Uh yeah no I just I just didn't really eat them great I, I my parents made them my brother and I just don't really like eating eggs but I am I have come around to scrambles, um but like again it needs to be mm-hmm. like a higher ratio of like meat and veggies inside the scramble just with like a light kind of wow. coating around it. Yeah, you just you just um, want a whisper of egg in there. You don't want yeah. like a scream of eggs. You know, it add, a little, add, little whisper. It adds some protein to the dish, but so I I would really enjoy that inside of a quiche. Um, but it's gotta, it's gotta be like, we have bacon, we have mushrooms, we have onion, we have peppers, we have maybe some chorizo, chorizo instead mm-hmm. of bacon. Um, and maybe Gun to your slice, head. Some... <laughs> Gun to your head. You have to eat quiche or you have to have sex with Ronald Reagan in the prime of his life. Eat quiche. Gun to your head. Quiche. You have to have sex with Ronald Reagan, but it's not the prime of his life. And it's also like... Oh, yeah. No, I fucked myself up, up first. You're going to say quiche again. Never mind. Fuck it. Ruined it. Sorry. The bit's, the bit's dead. What, I killed it. What if What if I actually said I hated eggs that much and I'd be like, ugh, I guess I'll take Reagan. Like, I'll take any of his life break. That's, that's the point when Everything I Everything he's done politically. Like, I don't care. I hate eggs. That, that's... For, this is a public service announcement for Sonique and our listener. Um, if I ever reach that point... It's time to shoot that gun to my head because that I've lost Damn. it. Well, you know, I, I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. <laughs> that gun wasn't loaded. Okay, it was just well, a prop. It's a prop nice gun. I just, I just wanted to, to scare you a little bit. I'm like, I to kill you. Huh? Not shooting the gun. Aww, that's so nice yeah. of you. You're welcome. I, I love, I love the idea of terror without the intention behind it. You know. Oh, I love horror movies. That's why I like to be scared, but I feel safe. Same things. Fake gun. I'm not actually gonna shoot you. <sighs> Wow, what a great world! I, lo- I might I pull the trigger like- just to. I might pull the trigger just to scare you. You hear the click, and I'm like, I got you. Like a nice little Russian roulette. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> let's play Russian roulette. Okay. Let's play virtual Russian roulette. <laughs> we 
Oh my gosh, you remember that? Remember that website? Um, it was like something roulette. Oh, what was it? Oh my gosh, it was like it was before like Snapchat, and it was like chat. Oh, roulette. chat roulette. Bitch. Oh my god, I saw so many virtual penises that I never thought I was supposed to see, but I did, and I was fifteen. It was crazy. Remember how like you're like it was like such a thrill, but like who's gonna be on the other side? <laughs> Like, it literally like <laughs> doing chat roulette felt like you were doing like lines of coke. It really was like not like I've done oh lines gosh. of coke to know, but I imagine I feel yeah. like you're just like your heart's racing, like you're sweating, your eyes are just like wide open because you don't want to miss the dicks. So you're just like, <laughs> but your chosen. hand is on the mouse to x out really quickly. But my hands are like my hands shaking. <laughs> oh my god! I remember like literally sitting in my basement like. Being like, oh my gosh, like, what do my parents come down and think that they- Wait, were like, you alone doing this? Like, I wasn't, like, who were you supposed to be with? Like, I only ever did it with Marley. I never did it alone. Well, you guys I never. I was so scared. So. I'm sorry, we lived in the same neighborhood. Oh, I had no friends. So I would go after school and we would go on the computer and I'd be like, Marley, we're going to do chat roulette. And we'd like, I remember we saw so many penises and we screamed, but we also were like smiling. <laughs> Yes, because it, it was just like it was, like it's delightful. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing of like this like weird. It was this weird like introduction into like the kind of like adult. I mean, dating world because that's not dating, but like no, just the idea of like where it's just like oh my gosh, like I'm <laughs> like I'm it's literally in middle school. <laughs> In hindsight, it's also fucked up because even like so us like up. screaming and laughing like oh my god, penis. In hindsight, we were being exposed yes. to pieces of more yes. underage girls. It's actually really dark. But I'm pretty sure in chat roulette, you had to say your age. We just lied. It's like, we're 18. And we just went in there anyway. So it was like. <laughs> it was also the time of like MySpace. And you were yeah. like. You At that point, your, on me. <laughs> you had to put your age. And you're like, I'm going to say I'm 99 years old. So no predators find me. It's like, that didn't work. <laughs> Lauren Hamilton from Silver Spring, Maryland. I'm 99 years old. (laughs) (laughs) But your picture is like dimple face, like braces. It's all my actual, my actual information and pictures. But it, 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 for some reason, there was this rumor going around that if you changed your age to an older age, then like the predators wouldn't find you. Like that was like, that was the catch all. (laughs) Oh my God. That reminds me one time. So, um. The thing I love to do was I would love to go into um, chat rooms and like pretend to be a sexy older woman. Girl, we like, all did it. <laughs> I had like 15 boyfriends. <laughs> oh my God. But I love to go in there. Like once I went into like a chat room. And I just said, like, hey, you know, like, I heard Catch a Predator is, like, sneaking into these chat rooms. And I tell you the number of people that left the chat. <laughs> They're like, I was like, yeah, I heard Perverted alert, Justice alert. is in here. And they all just, like, all the doors are started slamming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh, this, this episode's off the rails. <laughs> I, I honestly miss that that level of anonymous, anim, anonymity. Is that the right you way? You got it. Okay. I miss that so much because there is there's nothing. I guess that's what catfishing is, and I can't I can't reach. Yeah, we're I, catfishing. <laughs> we were doing that. Like, but it was, was different. Catfishing. It was different because these people on catfish, 
for anyone that doesn't know me personally, catfish is my shit. I am obsessed with catfish. I am fascinated by the people that catfish other people. I am fascinated mm-hmm. by the people that fall for catfish. And it's a yes. different storyline every time. And so I... Like where I'm like, I'm like, I like the playfulness of it. They're just like, oh, it's just like fun. But then the people that are like, because there's people on Catfish that were really talking to each other in chat rooms, lying. And then eight years later, think that they're still in a relationship with someone that they've never FaceTimed or met in person. And it's like, true. what level of delusion is this? It's the same delusion that Shane has thinking that he's really a part of Emma's life. That's the same delusion. Ooh, fuck. You heard it here first, people. Um, but long story short, whatever. Everyone's like, oh my god, yeah. And then the episode pretty much ends, to be honest. Wait, like we, for- we forgot the major the major um F plot, because it was it was literally just like a side scene when what? um <laughs> when Kathleen and Maya <laughs> <laughs> All you you had me at Kathleen. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. I don't know when it happened, but so it was like, Kathleen, um, it was right before yeah. Spike. We got to Spike and the girls talking. Yeah, it was like a quick okay. little. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, so Kathleen and Maya, they're like coming out of like the lunch line. <laughs> it was like it was like that weird like you had to go inside the the like line and then you have to come back out into the lunchroom. Um, also, side note: so, I love how much they're making use of this new cafeteria set because this entire episode is set in this fucking cafeteria. I'm like, yes, come on, get your money's worth. Yes, yes. They had some good lighting in there. Perfect. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Kathleen and Maya, Maya's um, the girl in the wheelchair who we're finally giving some speaking lines to and finally going to- And giving pro- a name to. Thank you. Because she's been in the background just like the wheelchair girl. And it's like, oh, Maya. Yeah, she's a name. <laughs> so we're, we ha- we're diverse. She's in the background. It's like, mm, no, no. Okay. Nah, give her a name. <laughs> so Kathleen- Ask Maya what she's gonna do for Christmas, and Maya goes, "Actually, Jews don't celebrate Christmas. We celebrate Hanukkah." And the look on Kathleen's face was shock. It was slight, maybe disgust. Slight. <laughs> we all know who Kathleen really is, and we've already established that Kathleen is definitely a, design- a descendant of the Third Reich. Um, she just. I think for her, she felt catfish. She was like, until this point, I thought you were Aryan like me. And then I find out you're Jewish now. And she's like, I guess my beliefs are out the window now because we've we've established a friendship. And now you're telling me you're celebrating Hanukkah and not Christmas like me. (laughs) You're not a flaxen haired (laughs) beauty like myself and you're celebrating Hanukkah. I feel there are many things going through Kathleen's head. She was like. She she was thinking, oh my gosh, I thought this girl was a friend. She was immediately thinking of excuses to how to end the friendship first. Two, she was probably thinking of ways to convert her to Christianity. And um and three, probably wondering like all the things that happened previously, why she didn't realize that she was a Jewish person. Cause mm-hmm. like, you know, people like that, they like definitely feel like they can like sniff the others out as they like to call them yes. whatever whatever others to them are and so oh like, yeah oh i would know i would know if i had met a jewish person mm-hmm. you're <laughs> absolutely right and we're and we're listeners just so you know like 
headcanon. Kathleen's terrible. Well, also, no, in this show, she's terrible. So, like, this is exactly yeah. who she is. You're right. And I think she's having, like, flashbacks to, like, oh, yeah, she didn't eat bacon. Like, oh, yeah. Like, she's like, what? <laughs> she- yeah, she didn't eat bacon. Like, oh, like, she couldn't hang out Friday night. Sabbath. What? Like, she's, like, suddenly just, like, my friend's Jewish. Like, <laughs> Like, like literally, it's like that lady with like the math, like the little like, me with the lady with the math. It's just like it all makes sense now. I feel like literally, she invited me to her bat mitzvah. She didn't get it. She went to the bat mitzvah. She she sat in in the synagogue and and saw and saw Maya, you know, read from the Torah. She didn't get it then. And then she's flashback. So like, she was bat mitzvah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I guess she's Jewish. Oh, weird. Like, didn't get that. Oof. Because that's literally how blind, like, the characters, like, Kathleen are. Being like, yeah, no. well, how, how was I supposed to know? It's like, bitch, we, we, we're not hiding ourselves. We are our true selves in front of you. You just, yeah, you, you just, just don't want to see it. Blinders. Boom. Damn. Mm. Now, you know, she's going to find out in an episode or two that Susie's black. And she's going to be like, there's black people at this school. They're black. <laughs> She's like, she pulls Melanie over and she's like, I don't know if you heard Mel, but there are black people at the school. Do you know blacks in there? There are at least three black people at the school. <laughs> I mean, uh, not I, my Canada. <laughs> I started to question it when I heard that Maya was Jewish. I thought, you know, maybe it's just one. But now there's three blacks and a Jewish person. I don't know. I don't know, Melanie. I might have to move. Might have to move. And she's like, and someone's telling. I overheard Joey saying that they're making Italian for Christmas. Like <sighs> they're letting Italians in the school. Where does it stop? Where does it stop? Where Where is the line, Melanie? Where is the line? When are we gonna get back to the good old days? When people used to leave their doors unlocked and go to the go to the ice cream counter for a for a malt milkshake, huh? Back when you could take your friend to the ice cream counter for a malt milkshake, and you were confident that they weren't an ethnic. Oh, I miss those days so much. Because it used to be obvious back then. Now they're they're sneaky. You can't now the blacks don't. You can't even tell they're black museum. Mm. Then they just tell you be up. They start mixing with each other, and that's when you don't know anymore. You don't know. You don't. You know. don't know who your you neighbor don't know. is, and that's why you can't mix races. Ooh, ooh, that bit was kind of dark. Um, but you know what? We can that's do that. How we deal with our trauma, okay? That's so how I deal with my racism or the racism my experience is just making. I make mean, caricatures of ra- racist people like yeah. Kathleen, who's not a real person. So it's fine. It's safe. Exactly. Safe space here. Hey. So, uh, oh, uh, episode ends basically, and they're just like Christmas. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> little little jingle bells at the end. I don't even know if they did that. Ding, Probably ding, not. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, and you have like little seasons greetings from, um, you know, the from cast and crew of Degrassi. From us to you, from our family to yours. Uh. Man. Yeah, what a dumb episode. I love it. <laughs> I mean, the dumbest. The dumbest. The dumbest. Um, but that brings us to our uh, super de-duper um, uh, objective ranking system. 
Um, out of 40 Trapper Keepers, we're going to see where this episode ranks. Um, starting with 80s Canadianess. Um, we had a calculator that was given as a gift. I don't think that's it. <laughs> I don't think that's the <laughs> Like, imagine getting a calculator as a gift today. I'm sorry. What? No, thank you. I'm like, where's the rest of the cell phone? Why would you, <laughs> why would you get me this? <laughs> does, does this have 4G? Is there, is there a camera on the back? Like, mm, I don't understand. Is there GPS? Because if not, then... <laughs> imagine, imagine getting, like, a singular cable device, like a GPS or calculator today as a gift. And it's like, what? Why? Why am I getting this and not something that can do everything? You know? Yeah, no, that's a hate crime. <laughs> I stand by it. It's a hate crime. You're giving me a single GPS system. Okay. And great. <sighs> Perfect. It's quarantine. I'm not going anywhere. It's like, I mean, use it. I want me to use it to find the kitchen. It's all, it's the only place I go. Turn left of the bathroom. Okay, I guess. Rerouting? Why? I miss it. (laughs) But I think that, like, okay, did you ever have a GPS, like a GPS monitor for your car? No. No. My mom did. I didn't have one, though. They are literally. When I I started driving, I had Google Maps on my phone, so I was, yeah. I had one for a while, and, like, the. The thing about the GPS is that, it, like, even when they when phones start having GPS, it was always better than the actual GPS. Like, because oh yeah, the GPS physically because it didn't actually connect to the internet. You had to physically connect it to a computer so you could update it every so often. And so there's so many times I'd be driving and like, like there'd be construction or something, and it wasn't it wasn't updated to what was actually going on on the road. <laughs> Oh my so, god! And so we'd be like, "There's a detour, but I don't know where to go." <laughs> <laughs> terrifying. Thinking back on that, I'm like, "That that's terrifying." Having an like an outdated GPS. I know. How did you not like die every I day? I, I might as well just have a paper map at that point. Jeez. I know. I have a printed out map quest directions. <laughs> oh, I yep had those. Had those. The amount of times I should have gotten to an accident holding and shuffling through those papers, trying to figure out which point I'm on on the, on the directions. I really Oof. remember my mom having to like print those out, especially before like if she was taking me like a friend's birthday party. We didn't know what the house was, mm-hmm. so she had to print out the map. Or she she'd send me to do it. She's like, go go yeah. get the map quest directions to and from. Don't fuck me over, kid. <laughs> Leave me in the middle of nowhere. I don't know how wow. to get back home. That seems like centuries ago, but it was literally our childhood. Yeah, it wasn't that long ago. Um, but I thought the 80s Canadianess was like a four. Like, it's not... Yeah. It wasn't like anything... I mean, we already know this, this episode's gonna rank low. Because it's like... Mm-hmm. It was a very big nothing episode. There was nothing like... Definitely a missed opportunity, I think. Um, yes. To make the... Um, I think that the Shane and Spike storyline should have been the a plot just so we could have gotten a nice little button on like closure of this like contentious relationship with this baby and everything and especially i think if we had made it more emotional i think we would have cared more later on when i mean when shane like fucking jumps off a bridge after yeah we my my dis my distaste and my distrust of shane has only grown this episode if Mm -hmm. anything yeah yeah they didn't do a good job with developing any kind of 
a story arc. Just because it was a good, I think the Spike story arc is, mm-hmm. even though it is her only personality trait, um, it is like, at least it is a story like arc, which not all the characters are privileged to get, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but next category, fashion. None to speak of. Besides that ugly glasses strap. <laughs> they wore they were all naked. They wore no clothes. <laughs> Damn. That would have been a better then, episode than this. Probably. It would have been a weird episode though. Mm-hmm. Um, but they yeah, there were no like mo like again, it's a Yick and Arthur episode, so it's not like you're not getting fashion, it's not the twins, it's not a Lucy episode. Hell, even like Joey has like brings looks sometimes. He's got those Hawaiian shirts yeah. and like the fedora. He has something about him, you know. But this episode, I think I would give the fashion a four as well. Because it just was like... Yeah. Nothing really Below happened. average. Almost nothing. Yeah. 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 Um, acting. <laughs> what they have to act. What was there to act for? <laughs> Thank you. I mean, especially because you had... Oh, especially because so much of the episode was made up of flashbacks to earlier seasons before mm-hmm. their acting improved too. So it was a lot of really bad acting. Yeah, it was reminding us okay acting. <laughs> yeah, it was reminding like, oh wow, it used to be bad. Like it used yeah. to be bad. <laughs> like it used to be bad, bad. Like this, yeah. it, it's still bad, but like this, it used to be like terrible. <laughs> so that yeah. brings the, the score down for sure. And of course, you have Shane, and Shane is just a big nothing. I mean. He kind of seemed happy just because he was looking at a baby, but that's just that's just his the actor, not the actual actor trying to act like Shane. Yeah, that's know? just a person seeing a cute baby. I think mm. most of us smile when we that's see that's a one. reflex. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like your lizard. That's your lizard brain working, just making mm-hmm. you smile because you're like, oh, small baby, protect, don't hurt, don't eat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> definitely. What would you um, give it? I gave it a three. Yeah, I feel like if, like when it's just like eighties Canadians for everything else, like yeah, it's even below that. I would definitely mm-hmm. say for the acting because it's a flashback of bad acting. <laughs> yeah, and last but not least, plot did it go there? Nope, definitely not. Not nope. even close. Not even. It literally anything. they didn't even go. They didn't even go anywhere. They sat. In the cafeteria the whole episode. No one went anywhere. They went backward with flashbacks. Listen, the plot, the characters went nowhere. Literally, the actors went nowhere. The crew went nowhere. Everyone stayed in one place. And uh, I hate a flashback episode. And it's not even like a good one or like nostalgic one. Like, there's no point to, like, it's not like the, it's not everyone's graduating. It's like, there's no, po- and the flashbacks were to Yick and Arthur. Good People we don't care point. about. Good point. It's not, yeah, I'm used to flashback episodes and like sitcoms usually being like mm-hmm. something happened, like, like there's a typically like, yeah, it's graduation, it's someone's getting married, mm-hmm. like something is happening that's like, oh, remember like back in the day? Or even if it is like, or you have like a new character even, and it's like, mm-hmm. we're going to fill you in about all the crazy stuff that we get into, and it's like, we'll tell them the thing. It's never like, Oh, we fought over a stupid gift, and now we're doing a flashback episode to remind us of <laughs> how cool our friendship over the past year basically was. Because only yeah. remember, like it's it's been it's the yeah. third season, but it's only technically been like a little bit over a year at this point. Mm-hmm. So y'all don't even know each other that well. So <laughs> I would give it a zero. Big old goose egg. 
because all right that that's what the, the episode was empty so we should give it an empty empty hole damn you're right though. i said what i said okay man these numbers are so low i can do that math in my head um damn. that is a lot i know usually i need a calculator which i have on my phone because it's 2020. Um, the, this episode gets 11 out of 40 Trapper Keepers, which is our lowest. It beat the experiment for dumb, the worst episode. Dumb, dumb. Shoot. And the experiment has been in the last position for a very long time. I think since we saw it. It's been just always in the bottom. It was maybe our last uh, big Arthur and Yick A plot. So I guess, I guess it's, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Sorry about it. I hope I hope that none of you are like Arthur Eick stands. <laughs> I know, like watch all of our like listens just tank because apparently, like apparently, all of Austra- all the Australia listeners are like just they go up for Arthur and Eick and they're like, "You lost us. Fuck you." I'm going to tell you some <laughs> slang words in Australian English, and they're all cuss words. And I'm just like, "Damn! Like, don't be throwing the c word like that. That's rude." Yeah. That may be fun for y'all, but it's not It's not cute up here. It's not okay. <laughs> it's offensive, okay? In the Northern Hemisphere, the C word is not okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, feminism. <laughs> um, yeah, but, you know, let us know. Let us know what you guys think. Do you... I, I feel like it's a widely had thought that this episode is shit, right? <laughs> Like, no, I, 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 I think that like I don't think we are being arrogant when we say like everyone hates this episode, right? Like everybody wants something, and that something is not this episode, you know. Ooh, mm-hmm. I got some poetry here, in me. Shit, <laughs> damn, mic drop. Yeah. No, I would like to hear back from people if, like, you actually like this episode. If you do, I would. You know what? I'm not saying I'm judging you, but I am. Uh, but, you know, we want to open up the floor for, like, an open debate. Like, tell us your thoughts because <laughs> it's just. I will tell us- you you're wrong. We'll tell you you're wrong, but you're free <laughs> to say what you want. <laughs> I mean, you know, like, we we care so much about what we think that we started a podcast about this. So, like, obviously we're true in our thoughts. And we're factual, so. Um, but we, we you know, we want some. We would love to hear the opposite side, so we know how to take you down later. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> how to destroy you? Uh, <laughs> yeah, we're just like the Ben Shapiro's of <laughs> Degrassi. <laughs> just like, um, I'm just gonna tell you you're wrong, but I'm not gonna make sense. Okay, <laughs> I'm right because I said it fast and I said it loudest, and I have a podcast and you don't. So. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we would love to have an open forum debate, but we're not going to. So, but we would yes. love to hear what you think in our comments on our social media. Oh, good segment. Yeah, no, but but no, please do. Please, we'd love to interact with you guys. Be sure to rate, review, subscribe, give us some feedback. If there's stuff that like you like want us to talk about that we haven't touched on, or like I know I, I said this several episodes ago, and then we didn't do it because I'm trash. We're like. Like, hit us up. We would love to, like, get into, like, reading some of y'all's, like, feedback or just, like, your thoughts of the episode or things that we miss. I know there's, like, we've had folks reach out of, like, little Easter eggs in episodes that we just missed completely. 
Mm-hmm. And if you see stuff that we didn't, you, you would think that we'd mention, but we didn't mention, like, reach out. We would love to, you know, and share with everyone something else. Something that if I could put in my um, request form for our listener is that uh, you guys know what episodes are coming up. Like, you know what next week's episode is going to be about. So if you would like to either email us or Facebook us, is that a verb? Facebook message us or comment or send us a message on Instagram. Or you guys, if you want to be fancy, you could... Totally sounds like a voice memo if you don't like want to write. Sounds a quick little voice memo about something. Yes. Like, like what what is some weird connected I my favorites are like, oh my gosh, this weird thing happened to me and whenever I watch this episode I'm reminded of this. Or mm-hmm. oh my gosh, that moment in Degrassi was like this moment in my life. Or um <laughs> whatever it is, I wanna hear it. We wanna yeah. hear it. So what are your favorite moments of the episode? Whatever it is, tell us. Yes, we'd love to hear it. Because we have, I think we have a, a a nice little community going on. I love that you guys are yeah. always so positive and just like really like shout out to all of you who like reach out and are just so sweet. We've never, I don't think we've ever, no, we, not I don't think, I know we've never had people, you know, be shitty or mean or, you know, people could be kind of nasty sometimes on the internet, which is nice that we have a nice you know non-toxic little community going here yeah you know i think i talked to you about it recently like i hate i mean if you have a negative review that's your business your opinion and i think people have a right to that but you always every so often you see like a podcast review and it's like just like a kind of just non-constructive like you just wanted to say something mean like you know Yeah. yeah do you not like the podcast fine that's your that's your business and everyone you have that you know you all have your preferences but there'll be like some people will get like responses like oh your voices are annoying like okay like that person can't <laughs> change that like they just don't listen to it don't like if yeah. you think the audio quality is poor let us know we can fix those things but if you're just gonna be like your voice <laughs> your voice is terrible it's like i can't change that like, i'm sorry like cheese. Yeah, but I'm happy that you guys are awesome and so kind and yeah. yay. And to the new folks, once again, hey, welcome. Please stay. We like making welcome. new friends. Welcome to Degrassi Junior High. <laughs> We're not there, but I feel like. <laughs> I was like, are you going to say more? I was like, yes. <laughs> I, I, was, I was like, something else is going to come out and then it never did. Um but yeah, that's okay. Welcome. We love to have you guys. We love to hear from you guys, and we're happy to have you. So, yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So, um, be sure to check in. We're trying to get more consistent on making sure everything comes out weekly. This episode is a little bit delayed because of Sneak. Sneak had. I'm going to take the ownership again. I fucked up technically. This whole story we'll talk about later. But Don't worry, um, I'll have my turn too. <laughs> So my yeah, time we'll, will come. <laughs> you have your day in the sun. But um, yeah, thank you so much for coming. And we'll catch you later, broomheads. Bye, broomheads. <laughs>